Welcome to the Brown Sign Project, bringing together tourist attractions professionals from all over the world to share what they love about the tourist attractions industry and to inspire the next generation of industry leaders. So, what are you waiting for? Let's get into today's episode. What was your worst job? Tell us about your worst job you've ever had. Um, I think my worst job was cleaning toilets. Where? Rock- Where did you do this? Rock Circus back in the day in <laughs> with Andy Povey, who was my boss. Um, so yeah, so cleaning toilets and cleaning the museum, I don't think was it was it was great. I enjoyed like my time being there, but once um someone's butt exploded in the toilet. <laughs> And there's think- literally diarrhea everywhere, like on the wall, on the side of the feet, on the bowl. It was rank. Oh, oh no. I think there's going to be so many poo stories. Oh. People's, people's worst jobs are going to involve a lot of poo stories. Oh, it was rank. It was rank. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was my worst, worst story. <laughs> so, what about you? What was your worst job? My worst job. Um, I once worked in phone sales, so cold calling people, if you can imagine me doing a worse job, uh, cold calling people for phone contracts. So back when mobile phones were first sort of becoming very popular and, you know, sort of everybody had one, I worked for a phone company cold calling people and asking them if they wanted to have a phone contract with us. And it was just, it was the dodgiest place I've ever worked with just a, a very dodgy guy in charge of it. Um, and I made, I was there for t- two months and I made approximately zero sales. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I made a single sale the whole time. Sales is not my forte. It, it, yeah. And it's one of the only times I've ever done that kind of thing. It was not great. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so that was sorry. funny. <laughs> I, met a lot of, I met a lot of good people working in that call center. You know, I had, a, I had a good time while I was working there, but it wasn't because of the job. <laughs> I was really bad at it. All right. What is our next question? So let's go for um, your top tips. So three top tips for self-development and progression. Oh, okay. So first top tip I would say is don't stop learning. There's always something you can learn. Um, then the great thing about the internet, you can learn it for free uh, yeah. in some kind of format. So um, definitely just continue learning because things do happen and um, you need to try and kind of manage yourself in dealing with them scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't feel bad about it unless it's really, really bad. Like <laughs> unless it's 100% your fault, in which case definitely feel bad about it. I would say. I will say, don't feel bad about it. So don't beat yourself up. And then the third one is um, just to be kind, I would say. Just to be kind to everyone and everything that you do, treat people fairly, um, listen. And once you do that, I think that will help you in your career very, very move you very quickly because you're mm-hmm. kind of building trust and rapport and a respect with others. So I would say they're the three things that I would um, develop from and say... Cool. Yeah, top tips. Awesome. So mine would be, I guess, similar to the don't beat yourself up would be don't try not to compare your journey to other people's journeys. Mm. Is that 
it's very easy to look at maybe someone who started in a similar job to you at a similar time, who's taken a different path. And I think it, it's very easy to get caught up in the kind of hamster wheel of wanting to progress continually. There's nothing to say you have to be at a certain point in your career at a certain time. Um, and actually the, the weird stuff that you're not expecting is probably the more fun stuff that you'll get involved in. Second would be find a network in whether that's within your business that you work in or whatever it might be is find the people that when stuff goes wrong or when you need some support or when you need to, you know, just have something, some people to lean on or, you know, you support other people is that finding those people in that area is, is going to pay dividends. So I always had kind of in the back of my head whenever I was in a new, because I, I did a lot of different attractions in my career is I'd always try and find a small group of people within that attraction that I thought when I go to my next role, I'm going to keep these people, you know, in my back pocket because they're going to be the people that in a few years time I can call on mm. to, you know, maybe I'll have my own attraction or whatever. And mm. I, I want to kind of ask those people's advice or, you know, take them with me. I think you find, you meet some really great people, make sure you spend time on those relationships. Um, what would my third one be? My third one, I guess, would just be about um, sort of fighting imposter syndrome. You know, we're all at work doing the best we can. <laughs> it's no nobody knows sort of better than you, if that makes sense. And that's not to say that people don't have more knowledge of certain things or more understanding of certain things. And certainly, give those people the time when they're willing to talk mm. about it, whatever, take their advice. But don't think that just because they know, I don't know, how to write a better risk assessment than you do, that they know everything and that you know nothing. You, you, you can always contribute. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Interesting. I, industry is very interesting in that respect because everyone's really like competing with each other. Yeah. And we don't really need to, as long as everyone has the same vision, <clears throat> excuse me, and mission um yeah. of, of the organization all fighting for the same thing it's not worth fighting between yourselves so yeah I think there's a difference between sort of a, a competitive job market and actually being kind of cutthroat competitive don't think anybody really needs to be cutthroat competitive no. just I don't think so. do any favors uh cool so the next question then is uh what does a normal day at work look like for you this is hard when you're self-employed <laughs> um you get up from your bed whenever you want which is great <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no 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 <laughs> um a normal day for me is I think it starts before I go to bed so okay. in the sense of I do a to-do list um to make sure I keep myself focused um, for yeah. the next day um and I time everything out so it's like having periods at school Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, have a similar like, setup. Two hour blocks throughout the day, or something like three to hour blocks, and then two one hour blocks. Yeah. And then have lunch in the middle. And each block, I do something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I have in, a similar setup in my calendar. Um, so just to keep it fresh, so I'm not concentrating on the same thing all the time. Um, and if I finish early, that's great. That's extra free time for me before I start my new my new my new um, task. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very much organising that um, job hunting, 
as you do is one of my tasks <laughs> yeah the love joy of freelancing it's a constant treadmill of work yes you're either doing work or you're trying to find work there's yeah, no, it's one of them two there's no there's no, no, break. no 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 third choice there one no, or the other not at all not at all <laughs> yeah so that's kind of what I, my normal day looks like uh, so it's all about planning and executing to the best of your ability mm-hmm. cool uh so my normal day what does my normal? i don't really have a normal day i guess um yeah i sort of i, I try and schedule calls if i can for like 10 a.m 10 a.m is my pretty much my optimum first sort of ability to get my brain in gear time <laughs> i'm not oh, much mine, used. mine's at 11 yeah 11 i'm not much not used to anyone before 10 a.m um <laughs> and i look do you know what i love is meeting people who are like no, I'm a really, you know, I'm, I'm a real morning person. And I think there's a lot of boasting about being a morning person. Yeah. Nobody boasts about being a nighttime person. I'm definitely a nighttime person. Uh, me I do my best I'm, work about eight o'clock in the evening. I totally so agree. You, you're going to get the best out of me. I totally agree. Um, so we're, yes, not, so we're not publishing this, okay? This is just a test. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I think we should bang the drum more for getting out of bed late. Let's go. <laughs> Going to bed late, getting out of bed late. Yeah the hill I'll die on it is the hill I'll die on yeah so I I tend to get up I try and schedule calls in the morning because I like I find that if I have interaction with people first thing it sort of sets me up for the rest of the day um yeah and I I try and stop for lunch um and then about four o'clock I take my dog for a walk that's my schedule everything else is free for everybody awesome (laughs) well I've got a question for you Oh. Um, so um, what's the best advice someone has given you um, during your career? Um, it, this is a very personal piece of advice. Um, one of my old bosses said, uh, when I was quite early on in my career, said to me, you, I'm going to paraphrase because uh, it wasn't specifically this, um, but that I was too open about my opinions <laughs> should we say um I am very opinionated um and I do so you have, like to keep it real yeah and I have a, a it's not a bad I mean you know I'm I'm more senior in my career now I get away with it a lot more um but I did spend a lot of my time in my early career sort of bemoaning things so you know stuff wasn't happening fast enough I I was quite frustrated in a lot of my jobs, I, you know, I, I'm, and I let my frustrations out quite a lot. Um, and that's not to say that if something really bad is happening, you shouldn't say something because you should absolutely say something. But there's a big difference between um, venting your opinion because you can and mm-hmm. actually being constructive with that opinion. And I, I, it took me a long time to figure out what was constructive and what wasn't. <laughs> Okay. I wish I'd have learned that earlier, but he was, you know, it, it was not a criticism because it can kind of sound like one. Um, it was just from somebody that I really trusted and, you know, it was, it was a great piece of advice. Awesome. Okay. I feel for me, um, I would say it's more a work life balance mm-hmm. uh, because it was kind of work and life was kind of intertwining with each other, which is not a bad thing, but when it gets a bit out of control and yeah. you don't know where you're going, then it is a bad thing. Yeah. Um, 
because the thing is I'm a night person so I I will do a lot of my work at night yeah because I'm much more productive but then I don't get that much sleep because I have to, then I've got a morning shift that I need to do yeah so yeah it's kind of finding that balance um and the advice was like you need to find your balance and you need to look after yourself because there's only one of you yeah um, and once you're gone you're gone yeah and I do think as a as an industry we are particularly bad at switching off because yeah. our attractions are open 365 because our attractions are open strange hours you know weekends bank holidays open late open early all that kind of stuff and because people are so passionate it's very easy to get lost yes. in that um and I mean, and that, that has real sort of psychological, real world effects. You know, people lose their job and it, it, it it's almost part like losing part of their personality. And I think it's really easy in our industry to, to fall into that trap. And I, yeah, I think you're right. You, you need to be very careful of it because, yeah. you know, you, if you if something happened to you, your job would replace you tomorrow exactly no exactly <laughs> but, you're, you're you know, absolutely if, right if you are if you feel like you're the only person who's capable if you're the only pe- you know it puts a lot of pressure on you to to perform that and you yeah. don't get a lot of downtime no. i think the key was something key that you really mentioned was pers- um, per- um not personality but uh passion yeah passion plays a big part and if you love what you do you're not going to stop doing what you love yeah you know but we do have to we do have to have downtime yeah and yeah and 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 prioritize you know that if you know there's other things in your life that are as worthy of your time as having a job yeah (laughs) exactly Exactly. sometimes it doesn't seem it yeah you really (laughs) have to work at it i definitely was one of those people (laughs) well thank you very much carly you're very welcome chat with me today and ask me all the questions and ask new questions uh, we'll see you on the next podcast hopefully excellent yeah it's been fun thank you very much thank you